Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have two very special guests, Ms. Mallory Mullins. Well, hi. <laughs> and Ms. Margaret Stolte. I'm a film critic. And today we are talking about Hitchcock, released in 2012, written by John J. McLaughlin, based on Alfred Hitchcock and the Making of Psycho by Stephen Ribello, directed by Stephen Gervasi. And it's basically just about Anthony Hopkins being the scariest he has ever been. Yeah. I guess that's true. So, did you guys, what were your experiences like with Alfred Hitchcock before this movie? Because I had only ever seen The Birds. Okay, so I've not seen a single Hitchcock movie. Me neither, actually. I need need to. I'm inspired to see Psycho now. Yeah. Just so I can be like, oh my god, do you know that this actress was supposed to be in vertigo and then she wasn't and then she got yeah. left there's a shot of a toilet and that was controversial yeah, yeah. the censor the scenes with the censor were very like did you i don't did anyone here see the documentary um this film is not yet rated where they talk no, about no. like yes oh, wait yeah it. well where they talk where because it's like it's just so, so many am i allowed to curse yes but they, they're like bullshit rules like you can't show the face of a woman who's like being pleased during sex. Right. And this oh. was like, this movie's only like, I think maybe 10 years old at the oldest. So it's like weird that the things that I thought were like, yeah, very 50s well, like, are still like, in the, probably are still happening. The, yeah. yeah. I remember and, in I Love Lucy, which I was a stan of when I was like 10, <laughs> um, there's an episode where I literally don't remember the word for it. I don't speak Spanish, but the word is the preg- uh, word for it is the Spanish word for pregnant. Mm hmm. And they had to title the episode that when she became pregnant because they couldn't couldn't say pregnant pregnant on TV in the 50s. They had to say expecting. Oh, no, no. It was the Spanish word for expecting was what the title of it was. So I think pregnant is embarazada. But it was expecting. The word for expecting. So it was not. The Spanish, but not. It wasn't that. I remember what it had like a T in it. Anyway. That's also with, yeah, that's a theme in the movie because all the pregnant women in the movie are shamed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, but oh, also, my God, you had to be you a housewife. Because you have to be a housewife right. after you have a baby. You can't just be in movies anymore. No, you can't. Well, it also, also felt uncomfortable when he was delivering that line to Scarlett Johansson, who is a, whose character is a mom yes, in the movie, too. She's so I'm like, mom. I'm like, she's, she's kind of like the straight man character of the movie, but it's weird that she's not, like, taking a hit when he... You know, talks shit about Hollywood moms. Yeah, I mean, she's, like, basically a two-dimensional character in the movie. Kind of like um, Margot Robbie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, my God, yeah. You're like, let's see how dumb we can make the dumb bitches look in the movie. (laughs) Like, that's what it's like. had a larger role than she did. Wow. Outstanding opinion. Did you... So, (laughs) did you see any Hitchcock movies before? No. (laughs) I've never seen a single Hitchcock movie. I think I will probably see Psycho now, but I don't... I don't know. I'm really glad they didn't give away all of Psycho in this movie. I agree. That's actually a really good point. It didn't spoil Psycho for me. Yeah, because <laughs> I was kind of spoil... like, fuck, what if I, what if this, this, no offense, what if this, like, okay movie ruins, like, wow, a really good, That's but a... I, but I did think this movie was delicious. Like, it, it felt Ooh. like, what, you, like, you know those movies where you're like, I'm going to be in the mood to watch this type of film later. That's how I felt watching this. Wow. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of women talking elegantly. And, and looking oh, at really, in really pretty period. Oh, yeah. Well, Okay, so, um, we I agree with that. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. I had something Cosine. I had something to say, and I completely forgot as I was interrupting you. So, that's what it is. Good, good, good. 
Something that fucked me up at the beginning of this movie is that it opens exactly the same way that the movie adaptation of Rent opens, which is, is like... Is that why you sent that to me? Yeah, it's just a... <laughs> wait, it, does it really... Yes, it's, just, it's... With seasons I'm, of love. I'm about to tell you. It's a, black, wow. it's a black screen with white, like, typewriter text saying, like, produced by blah, 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 <laughs> production. And then in the beginning of Rent... It's all silent until the title card rent, uh, and then they start playing the seasons of love chords. But in this movie, it's all silent until it opens on Ed Gein's yeah. farmhouse, right? and, brother. <laughs> and it's captioned in the rent font, Ed Gein's farmhouse. Oh my god! I really didn't put that together when you sent them both to me. I thought you, I thought you started this movie and like five Wait. seconds in, we're like, fuck this, I'm watching Rent. <laughs> That like, that's is what I thought. Fascinating. I texted I like... to I texted to like Jake and Alex Fasella. Like this movie is just like Rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it, you it were kind of is. two minutes, the violence in. of Rent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can we really quick talk about Reagan? Is just if Ed Gein combed his hair. To be honest, Ronald Reagan. Oh. Yeah. Because Ronald, Ronald Reagan enables the HIV AIDS crisis, True. thus personally murdering Angel from Rent and Howard Ashman True. and countless others lost True. to the HIV AIDS crisis. And Ed Gein, like, killed people. I we could heard. argue that Ed Gein killed far less than Reagan. Though. I oh, have yeah. something. I think Alfred Hitchcock killed people after seeing this movie. Yeah. Having not known yeah. anything else about this man, I'm like, this man definitely killed at least three women. No, he's Like, for no real? doubt about it. Oh, like, I thought you were. I thought you meant like figured. Like they left the movie and they were like, "I'm dead," or like. Oh no no! I like actually think there's no way this man didn't kill a woman. There is. Sure. This, he was like the psycho misogynist in the movie. He's there is this sequence, this like dream sequence that happens right after he's like explaining the shower scene of Psycho to the censors, where mm-hmm. he's like, "There's only going to be nudity that is implied. The violence Blurry. is only going to be implied." Like, right. They're going to show the stabbing through, like, a shadow or something. Mm-hmm. And the dad from that 70s show is still not having Oh, it. yeah, Red Foreman. Yes. Oh, that's his yeah. name. Oh, Never God. seen Red Foreman like this. That's who, that's who that was. So then it goes that's into... That's Red Foreman's day job. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's a censor. He's a censor for all Sorry. films. <laughs> so mean. then, listen, then it goes into Alfred Hitchcock having a dream. And it's basically that shower scene. Like, the girl gets stabbed. You only see it in the shower, etc. Then it pans over to Alfred Hitchcock looking and it goes Mm -hmm. in sort of this almost pov shot of him just like straight on looking at the woman in the shower thus implying that his own internal desires are like way more depraved than anything he has ever put on screen but then doesn't the scene with the writer who just saw his shrink imply that like that's why the movie's gonna hit home is that everyone's a little fucked up inside Yes, but not everybody installs peepholes in their least favorite actress's dressing room. This is true. This is they true. They don't? <laughs> Okay. This was an interesting thing. I, mean, I, I was also thinking about this because, like, what are we supposed to take away for, about Alfred Hitchcock from How these creepy pieces? he was? Because like, I almost feel like they were only about three-fourths of the way explored, and then it was, like, at the end, he was like... We were supposed to be like, ooh, he shares credit with his wife. My what biggest... What a feminist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he... he was a 
like absolute creep misogynist. Mm -hmm. It made me wonder if this movie could even be made in 2020. No, the third act of this movie... It would not be ended the same way, for sure. No, No. right. The third act of this movie made me furious because for the first two acts, it was like, oh, this is a movie about how Alfred Hitchcock, like, isn't just an artist. He's actually, like... The titular psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The titular (laughs) psycho. And I loved that. Yeah, I thought I thought that that was so interesting and so much fun. But then at the end, when like when Scarlett Johansson is being like, "You weren't scary at all on set," even though he just stabbed her like a minute ago. Oh, right. And then like his wife (coughs) is like choosing him over her friend who she should have fucked to begin with. She should have fucked him within the first thirty. Oh yeah, the axe man from American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. Oh. Another wow, spoiler. Yeah, Another, it's like um, it's like at the end of the movie. This character's named Axeman. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> at the end of the movie, My they're bad. like Hitchcock was all right after all. And yeah, like, no, he's no. not. <coughs> like, yeah, there was a lot of tonal dissonance with that finale. Like it ends with him yeah. implying that he's about to go off and make the birds, where he like terrorized the lead actress of that movie famously. Oh, really? Yeah, Maybe that no, was going to be the sequel whole, to this there's movie. There's this whole thing with the birds where he was, like, super, super abusive to the lead actress wow. on set. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm just coming up with which are, yeah, Which, like, we see in the when they're doing the shower scene with him. In, right, with yeah. ScarJo. Oh. I wrote yeah. in my notes, I put, damn, yeah. in all caps, that shower scene, though. Should we talk it's about so that intense. now, or should we wait? Yeah, well, it's uh, just not an issue, like, in the movie, because ScarJo is, like, into it. ScarJo? ScarJo's into it, but I, I she's, not like, the, the perfect... Not at the end. I think, for the most of the movie, she's... If we are going to add some dimensionality to it, she's, like, the perfect white lady who, like, thinks she's, like, gaming the system mm-hmm. by, she like, plays working the system. She True does life. play herself, True but we don't, we don't get there until the end. But she thinks she's playing the game right. She's like, oh, Vera fucked up this, but I'm going to drive him home. And, like, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And that never works out. But ScarJo, like, literally in 2012 playing the 2020 version of herself was, yeah. was a good <laughs> for me. Wow. Because it was, like... She's so, like, that person to be like, oh, this director is problematic, but, like, I love working with him, and, like, my career is shiny. Are you talking about Noah Baumbach? No. Oh, oh you know, he's fine, she's right? famously, no, but I'm she, talking about, like, Scarlett how she... Johansson is just famously, like, nobody's problematic. She's like, nothing's I love Woody Allen, I would never not work with him. She's oh, like, I yeah. want to play all trans people, I want to play trees. <laughs> That she was, didn't like, she play narrative. she played like an Asian woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well she played like six, a, six, 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 an Asian character oh. from like a comic book, but like still. Oh. She can play anything. She thinks she she should not She's be limited like, to like playing. Which sounds like because Jojo Rabbit was so shrub. good. Uh, I don't know. She wanted to play Alfred. I, she was great in that, but that's not my favorite movie. I adore Which one? Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Did you see I it? I really Jojo enjoyed Jojo Okay, uh, wait. Let's... Okay, go up. Just because we're on ScarJo in period pieces. Yeah. Can we talk about how the late 50s and early 60s looks good on everyone? Yeah. Like, that's true. Oh, wow. Well, well, not on me because <laughs> I tried... Because I, cause I tried to do 1950s, 1960s, and I got kicked out of the acting program at Marymount Manhattan College. <laughs> So but suck on that. You didn't have a full wardrobe, though. You didn't have yeah. uh, any instrumentality, no budget. That's true. Like, if we all had ScarJo's styling team and the budget for a period piece like Hitchcock, Sam, we could all definitely rock a French curl and like a little poofy whatever that's called. Thing. We all look good with pointy boobies. Mm, if anything, I... I love I, boobs. Yeah. 
I don't think I would look good in the 50s. With pointy boobies? Oh. You have looked good in the 50s. You have looked good in the 50s. When was I in the 50s? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I was almost fired from that show. And Maisel, yes, I did win an We were in high school. They couldn't have fired you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was almost fired from a 50s role in high school because of Michael Bennett, who just was running for president. What? No longer running for president. He was the senator, and, like, he was coming to the show because his daughters went to my school. And um, the bullshit, they don't work there anymore, teachers who were directing the show, minus one of them who I... You like this is not Mr. Becker's fault. If you're listening, no, Mr. Becker, Mr. Becker we Becker, love you. You're new, an ally. Mr. Becker, come on the show. Mr. Becker, a, you're part of the reason why I went into theater instead of dance. So. Yeah, you're you're fine, and you didn't ruin my life. Um, but the we other stand. two did. Um, <laughs> they tried to kick me out of the show for like one performance, and I was the lead because I didn't hit like one note or something properly. Because I'm my not, God, I'm not a leading man. I'm like, you guys cast me in this, and like, you need to see it through. Like, do you, have you heard of the new book that just came out, it, like, Boys and Sex or whatever? Um, Oh, Peggy. written by Peggy Orange. No. Yeah, I really want to read that. What's yeah. it about? Um, it's about boys and sex. It's oh. basically and like, like masculinity. And... Yeah, she's like a journalist, like anthropologist type person. Oh. She goes out and like interviews people. She wrote this really good book called Schoolgirls yeah. in the 90s. Schoolgirls is incredible. Yeah. She's probably, she's like a, a good voice for if you're looking like, how do I tell my sons or like young men how to like be masculine and talk to them about sex? Like mm-hmm. uh, no one has all the answers, but she actually is a pretty good one. Yeah. She probably could have talked to Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. She's like, um, don't tell them, is she like, don't tell them to bottle in their feelings. Like, it's She puberty. does say that. Be, be, be. But I she's saw. also like, talk to boys <laughs> about like, what like, sexual desire is besides just like, like ramming girls or something. Besides like, just wanting to means, rub themselves Or like, and for them. <laughs> like, what does it mean? Like, what, like, how do you want your penis touched besides just like, fucking someone? Gently. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Gently. Maybe yeah. roughly. I don't know. It's it your depends. penis. Whatever floats your... Do you think well, Alfred and Alma had sex? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, the sure. separate beds Not, were... like, for a while, though. Dude, I don't know. Oh, separate beds, though, in the 50s, like... That was big. That was huge. Yeah, I don't know if that... Was that kind of a status thing? Like, the, well, look at us. I think it was. No, it was a thing about not fucking. It was a thing about, like, looking like you were too Their bedroom was censored, too. I wonder if... Puritan, for people to come in there. How could they ever fuck, like... In one of the beds, or like on the floor between the beds. I think that they push the beds together. Oh, but there's what do they do with the beds? There's a nightstand. Did got kinky. Should someone ask? Someone text their grandparent right now. Now my grandparents do sleep in the same bed. Oh, since I do know that. That's wonderful. Well, that's what I want to know. He's seen them. (laughs) Although I guess they got married in like the. 60s, right? So Hmm. when did the trend stop? Maybe a little. I'm not gonna ask them. There's a scene in this movie <laughs> of um, Ed Gein like spooning his dead mom, and, oh, yeah. and she looks like Bill Hader. I also scene. thought that. Are you oh kidding God. me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was like, that's Bill Hader. I didn't want to look. I it. Oh lost my God, that I thought it was a man. What? I thought it was a man. Are you gonna yeah. post that on our Instagram? Yeah. The Bill Hader corpse. Uh huh. Are we gonna Photoshop Bill's? No, I'm going to post it as <laughs> is because it looks like Bill Hader. I didn't know. I loved the parts about, like, Ed coming into the scenes, but it did make me think. I was like, am I supposed to be thinking that Alfred Hitchcock is mentally ill? Because if so, okay. But, like, nothing I read online suggested that. Mm, I think it was more of, like, a style thing because, like, when they <sighs> ended... sort of annoying. It I, was. I, I mean, do you have to say, did like... that? But I feel I, like also our modern-day true crime, like, as a true crime fanatic myself, yeah. I'm kind of, like... I, we all hate serial killers. If you're listening to this and you're a serial killer, please stop. 
But like, stop it! Stop killing! Stop don't killing kill people! Please. Please don't kill us! For reals though, stop! Literally, but like, quit. wait, did any but of they're you see that? And they're compelling to like learn from and like oh, learn yeah. about. So I yeah, feel yeah. like I would never want to like. I don't know why I was like if make one of them showed reference. up as your therapist mm. in your mind, you wouldn't turn them away. I w- I would be like Ted Bundy, you're attractive. Please stay at arm's length at all times. But did any of you see that tweet that was like, "Dear all men, stop killing women and children. All men, stop it." Yes, all men. No, all men. Wait, not yes. all men. Dear almonds, stop <laughs> killing women and children. Yeah, almond milk is bad now. Literally quit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Straining it if is. If you smell bitter almonds, it's, not it's very probably ethical. poison. Yeah. So. Oh. Um, wait, so. Wait, Alfred sorry, Hitchcock. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock was giving me major Uncle Fester vibes. Oh, really? Truly, truly, truly. From the Adams family. Oh. But he was also kind of like the penguin from. Batman mm. a little he, bit. I don't yes. Know. Yeah. I got that vibe. Um, Anthony Hopkins is also just... I fucking oh hated God, Alfred so Hitchcock good. in this dumb fucking him. movie. Like, it was a good movie, but I just hated his, like, stupid face. Yeah. Like, like, and every time um, his mouth... It was like, blended. Every, every like, time his mouth, like, puckered up like a little asshole, I was like, get out of here. Like, number like a one... combination... Sorry. I've but, never felt mm. such visceral anger. Ooh. I have got angry a couple times during the movie. I think the best example of this just, like, encapsulated is the scene of him getting really upset and then going to the refrigerator and eating, like, five cans of disgusting tuna. Oh, my God. I, you know, I eat tuna, like, so often. But like but that? But out of the can like that? Out of the can, but, How many like, women have you killed? I used to do out that. Out of the packet. I've killed five. Sometimes I eat packets of tuna yeah. mixed with rice. Packets of tuna mixed with rice. I mean, well, all also, that's fine, but you don't... I'm, um, like, standing up for him. Like, you doing that? Yeah, wait, why are you standing up for him? <laughs> if you're hungry at this night and you just want food, you'll eat any combination of anything, right? So part of me was yeah. like, I know it's well, not ice he, cream, but the, the girl in me that eats ice cream at midnight relates to this. Mr. No, Hitchcock. and it, I loved the idea of him, like, emotionally eating because that's what he was doing. It was a very vulnerable thing, but it was also disgusting to watch. Yeah. Wait, so, um, I had a very, uh... Whoa. Why do I always do this? I'm like, oh my god, I have something to say. And then I pause everybody mm. from talking. And I ruin the momentum of the podcast and Sam has to edit it Thanks out. a lot, Jake. It's so annoying. I was going to say, I think he looked like a combination of... Um, uh, what's his face? John Lithgow in as Roger Ailes. Yes. Oh, yes! And also, um, uh, someone That's else. That's a bombshell reference. It is a bombshell. Everyone listening. But he also For looked like... Also looked like um, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill, yeah, as John Lithgow also yeah. played. You know what he was always doing? He was literally just <laughs> always doing an impression Churchill? of that one picture of Alfred Hitchcock, where like his stomach is yes. like, all the way yeah, out, yeah, like and his lip, yeah, like he's like mm-hmm. a girl in the high school musical, being like, "I can make myself look pregnant, look," and yeah. then like yeah. going all the it's way out. Like that picture was his only, not his only research, but like his primary, like it's like at any yeah. given moment he is just doing that. that Photo. Picture. He also yeah. looked like the villain in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. But like standing. I thought I could have been related to Alfred Hitchcock in this movie. I was like, you look like people I'm related to. He oh, was I, like yeah. battling with his food as tuna addiction and also mm-hmm. his like alcohol. Okay, you're about to say tuna did make some Guys, Helen Mirren did make some like, I don't want to say body shaming because, you know, Alfred Hitchcock was a little like... I think we're allowed to body shame Alfred Hitchcock. But I mean, like, you know, when she was like, there are calories in that, you know? It's like. It was very 1950s approach to weight loss. Yeah, and then when he was like, I want the banana shortcake or whatever, and she was like, no. And was like, I'm watching my figure. And Helen Mirren was like, 
you're not the only one. And he was like, part of me was just like, let the man, he's, he looks like he has like hardcore diabetes. Like let him have his banana. Whatever. Yeah. I don't think he was like capable of taking care of himself clearly. Yeah. But Alma, Alma was definitely body shaming him. Probably some of that was, like, how shitty he is to her, never once calling her beautiful. Oh, the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, when we oh get the tie God. together, just calling her beautiful. I wanted to smash my laptop It's so weird that the they ground. made the movie. Like, it was so insane. I feel like I, I, I feel like just the third act was completely yeah. rewritten. Like, they came wow. in. Maybe By with, who? By with, her? I'm just kidding. I don't Alma? know. Like, they, <laughs> they went <laughs> with the screenplay. the editing room. And the producers were like, let's make it like optimistic at the end like let's make this actually a feel-good comedy this movie about alfred hitchcock brutalizing women let's talk about like that aspect of it because it's like it's it was like do they make a movie about the relationship between this director and his like often forgotten wife wife who really helped him with everything and put a positive spin on it or in the middle let's kind of make it about how creepy he is and Mm -hmm. like how she doesn't even deserve him (laughs) like and then end it with like one of the two I feel like I had, like, the, I don't think I related, I don't know how to talk about this, because I don't know what words are, but I felt more for the relationship between Alma and Alfred than I did for Alfred individually, and most of the actor characters individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked Alma as a character. Yeah. I kind of am like... Yeah. I wasn't peeking, but I was peeking. Like, I am also kind of over the, like, suff- long-suffering um. wife trope. So, mm-hmm. like, as much as I respected her and loved her, I was like, I'm so over this. Like, we know she has her baggage to deal with, but, like, can we develop a character beyond just being that? Which yeah. is why... I mean, I think she was a pretty well-developed character, like, with her scenes with Danny Houston, or whatever his name was in the movie, but... Who was almost played by Tony Shalhoub. Whoa. Whoa. Which would have been so... Because, yeah. Two Tonys. You can, because you trust Tony Shalhoub visually. Yeah. You never trust Danny Houston looking at never. him. Never. I mean, that's just his. And his I guess that's the true. point. It's the point that, like, you really can't trust him at the end. Because, mm-hmm. what? Because he's fucking, like, a 25 year old. I when thought she, she was going to have him. an affair with him. Like, why not? Go for it, Helen. It's no, like, I, it's like I, or are you so scandalized that the person you were just about to go fuck was fucking somebody else behind his back? <laughs> but wife's I feel like, did like, that part was interesting. I feel like I trusted Helen's character enough That's to know true. that she wouldn't do that. I don't know if anyone I did believe her when she was but like, I'm truly just But here's the thing. It's what she deserves. She deserves to sleep to with somebody with, yeah. who does not have homicidal tendencies. <laughs> and who isn't you know who isn't spying on women through peepholes which me never having seen psycho was such like a oh, laugh it, for all of this yeah. because oh, yeah. when hitchcock is looking at that actress the peephole, i was like that's the creepiest thing ever and then half an hour later when the when guy is do doing it. it in the movie i was like oh fuck. which means it I wasn't just, created for this movie it's i guess an interesting it, plot device it yeah. was just like yeah and but all of that just like made me be like like what the fuck are we supposed to like why isn't anyone being like, oh, this wasn't how Hitchcock was? Because, like, yeah. because like what the movie is basically implying to us that, like, he was one step away from being a serial killer. Yeah. Slash, like, was, like, a pretty destructive and aggressive misogynist. Mm-hmm. And, like, pre- like he, yeah. like, who knows what he, like, are we supposed to think that he's a monster, but we didn't have, like, actual credible acts of the monster that were cited from the I it was just invented. Like, it felt just, yeah, like, make it interesting somehow. It's so crazy because, like, we don't do that to anyone else. 
else. Like, we, it was really invented that this actual man was a sociopath. It's crazy because it's, like... maybe we do that, too. Part of, like... Part of what I was wondering throughout this movie was, okay, Hitchcock has all of these connections to Ed Gein, and, like, Mm -hmm. he's... And he's one step away from, as you said, becoming Norman Bates. So if that's the case, like, what's stopping him? Well, it's his wife. His money, his career. I guess that's what they were trying to say. I don't even know, was it, though? Because, like... It what? doesn't really she seem like he him? gave a fuck about well, his wife. In the he, scene... he cared that she not cheat on him. Yeah. He cared about that. But yeah, I don't... I That's actually a really good question. I do not know what was stopping him from fucking one of those blonde ladies. Well, I think the, the fact that he had the, the money or not... I mean, like, whatever his version of four is, because they're kind of implied to be, like, funding the movie themselves. But, mm-hmm. like, because he had the resources and, like, he had the name Alfred Hitchcock, like, he was able to put his frustrations and the things that were, like, bugging him into this project, which yeah. I feel like... Sure. Yeah. He had more resources really... than your average serial killer. Yeah. For, yeah. So I feel yeah. Like, for pleasure. So I like... just stop serial killers? Do we just give them lots of money? Yes. No. Oh. So, which ones, too? So, like, I feel like then oh, at the right. end, the end of the movie, when everybody is, like, praising him as a genius, essentially should have been more haunting, because it's, like, yeah. you don't really been. know, like, what the fuck is going on with these guys who you say are like so talented that yeah. really would have been i think that would have been like the 2019 like what this movie. if yeah. he like wasn't like satisfied yeah that would have been way better yeah it really would have been because he was not he was not satisfied in his life that's why he had all those headshots of blonde ladies yeah. and his, mm-hmm. what was that grace kelly was that grace kelly the blonde the, the unattainable yeah. one yeah, well, he's yeah. The one, she's the one he wanted to cast but she's a princess right. So it was and Grace Helen Kelly. And Sassily told him um, about that. Oh, I also hated the, like, casual discussion that Helen Mirren and Anthony Hopkins had over which, like, woman to cast in the movie. Because mm. it's like they're talking about who to cast as this woman who's going to get brutally murdered half an hour in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you remember how you always used to comment on this woman's figure at the Wasserman's parties? Boom. It's like, Scott Johansson's ass. That's how the yeah. shot cut. Yeah. But I also think it was so interesting how they used to cast movies in those days, where it was like, you had a star, like, mm-hmm. it was purely, it was like Tinder. Like, I don't know, there, it seemed like yeah. there were no auditions, it was just the pictures. And like, I love Tony was involved, well, this is the first time we're mentioning her in this movie, but yeah. Yeah. she, she was involved. She a small part, no? It wasn't that small, but it, she mentioned, she does a full, like, that meme about, like, if someone gay, like, is oh, he, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, pinky? <laughs> yeah. down, and she does pinky up, and it's yeah. like... Immediately cuts to this guy who plays a gay character in Cloud Atlas, my favorite movie, Um, who is not gay in real life. I looked up who his wife is, and her name's just Donna. Love. Donna? Um, But I liked that, too, because it was kind of like all the the actors in the film Mm -hmm. had small roles in this movie, but the way they were, like, chosen, like, I liked their little mini backstories for each of them. Because it was, like, the actress who, he wanted to make a star, and then she was like, I want a family. But she was, like, established. I don't know. They all had interesting quirks to them. Yeah, the Vera subplot didn't hit me as hard as I think it maybe should have. Like, It wasn't developed enough. Yeah. Because clearly they had, like, a lot of backstory from her not being able to star in um, Vertigo, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that did feel a little underdeveloped to me. But I liked... I feel like a lot of the... How innocent they all like, seemed. Because it was like the actors yeah. in that era were so... Well, that was kind of the end of the, like, Hollywood... Mm-hmm. Old right. Hollywood era, I would say, was the end was of the Was this 50s. the end of the... Because I know that 
he was directing for two, because he did, what was it, North by Northwest for yeah. MGM, and then mm-hmm. this is for Paramount. Paramount mm-hmm. yeah. Was this the end of the studio system for actors, too? Do we know, historically? I don't know, no. because that was a thing you heard contractually you were, yeah, with every, to one studio for movies yeah. and deals and stuff. Poor Vera. Imagine doing that today. It would be like, oh my god, you can only see fucking... Um, ScarJo only on Netflix. She's never gonna do a project for any other <laughs> distributor like ever again. Yeah, it was such a crazy <laughs> system. I don't know. I, I, this movie did, I feel like, take on a lot. I will say this was the first movie I've watched in a while that had like a really fun Hollywood movie score. I feel yeah. like I had Danny Elfman. Yeah, I loved it. I, I I feel like all the movies I've been watching lately have been like documentaries or like really scary shit that my boyfriend makes me watch. <laughs> Uh, which I fucking hate. Um, Okay, scary shit is the best, but like, Uh, the movies I've been walking with him lately, I've hated all of them. So like, I was so pumped in my bed just watching this dumb Hollywood movie with a great score. That's true. Well, that's why it was like, it was a yummy movie. Like, yummy yummy is exactly right. I was like, yeah. I love movies about movies, but the problem with that is like, specifically like a movie like this where it's about the making of another movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I always end up wanting to watch the other movie more. Yeah. Depend not more or less, but like, you know, Saving Mr. Banks. Did you see that mm, movie with like yeah. about the making of Mary Poppins? Mm. It like makes you want to watch Mary Poppins. Mm. Um it's not the And it also really movies. bastardizes what actually happened because the creator of Mary Poppins was so, so pissed about the movie. And then really? in this I, ad- movie version of it. Is BJ Novak in Saving Mr. Banks? He yes. Is, yes. Okay, so what? that's the reason to watch it. Who well, is... Emma Thompson is. BJ Novak and Tom is Hanks are also Mr. the reasons why. He is <laughs> in a small role, just like in Glorious. And Masters. Colin Farrell plays her uh, dad, who in the past flashbacks. If I ever watch The Irishman, it's going to only be for Ray Romano. I will never. He's ever in watch The Irishman. Irishman. Yeah. Wow. I will never watch that movie. Add that to the canon of things I won't watch, like Alfred Hitchcock. Add that movies. to like yeah, my don't watch pile is is only Twilight and The Irishman. <laughs> Oh, you know what was another good part of this movie was when casually ScarJo's character is just like, oh, don't worry, you're so much better to work with, unlike that Orson Welles. And I was like, ooh, nice setting of where we are in the world. You know, there's a movie coming out this year that's like already being talked about as like a big movie is like this movie about the making of Orson Welles. The making of the man? The making of... The person? Like the conception? It's about... No, 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 sorry. I meant Citizen Kane. Oh, <laughs> gotta 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 gotta! I, I just about the making of what he made. It's about the screenwriter of or of <laughs> what he made. Citizen the story King. of Jesus. When a mommy and a daddy really really love and each other. And it's supposed to be really good. Amanda Seyfried's in it, and oh. um, Gary Oldman, and oh, very nice. Amanda uh, Seyfried. David Fincher is directing it. <gasps> what? It's gonna be on Netflix. Oh my! So here's David Fincher. I think has a contract exclusively with Netflix. All of these fifties and sixties well, contracts what because of Mindhunter. They've started doing um, like throwing money at like creators. Like Ryan Murphy has uh-huh. like a million, multi-million dollar Netflix deal now. Is he gonna do another season of the the politician? Yes, they just wrapped it here. In New I York. have to say, I did like that toward the end. I, I did. Finished, I can't I help finished it. the season, but we met one of the people who's on the show. He was at DTUT, the trans um, non-binary oh, character. Which character is that? I forget his name on the show, but 
he... Oh, wait. No, no. he's the one that um that uh, Ben Platt's girlfriend cheats on him with. Okay, right? I haven't gotten that far, but okay. I think girlfriend. that's true. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like cheats, because they no, no. pretty much break up. I, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, I, I did, I don't know, all the Netflix stuff is really just like shiny and fun to look at. Like this movie. Ooh. Oh, you love like getting us back on top. <laughs> no, but I do. I'm hosting this podcast now. <laughs> and, you were, and you were talking about scary stuff. And yeah. I want to say, I want to be on the record right now. I've always hated horror. Mm. And I always will. Join the club, baby. the wrong opinion. No, it scares but... me. <laughs> because, like, I love it and I respect it as an art form, but it's I truly... So yeah. I don't know how you, though. of all people, Mallory... That is it. very confusing. Yeah. You seem it's, like a little No, but, like, cheap. is it because having, I'm <laughs> ha- having, uh-huh. met, having met you, Mallory, it is weird that you would be into horror. Well, That's it's cool. Like, what else are you into, Mallory? Um, of she, what aren't I into? Tell, tell oh. them. I've known Mallory for um, 12 years. And she likes... Okay, brag. Um, she like, yeah, she likes Stephen King. She likes um, dance. <laughs> she likes How did you know? veganism. And, oh, she loves the environment. Oh, my God. She loves veganism is a, a reasonable reason. Love. <laughs> my re- and dogs. Um, you walk dogs? I used to. Yeah. Nice. Famously... Not a dog walker anymore. Oh. Famously quit dog walking recently. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't horror. Moving onwards and upwards. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing? What's up from what's up from that? <laughs> More minimum wage jobs. Oh, gotta that get it. Hold me over as I go on auditions. But she likes I horror. love um, I love actually, horror. I love thrilling spookiness. I just like and also I love true crime, so this yeah. was like oh wait, also can I do my special award now because it has to do with this kind of no, special. No, we have to do awards at the end. Okay. So. Yeah. It's oh, no, you, you will remember this. Put a pin in it. There's so many pins in it. <laughs> um, what do you like horror, Sam? I do like horror. Um, some horror. You like, like campy horror. I Yeah, campy horror. I also like campy horror. Like Night of the Living Dead type of... Like I actually Carrie. haven't seen Night of the Living Dead since I was like watch it? 13. I like like yes. Jennifer's Body. My, my, I haven't seen Jennifer's, oh, body, Jennifer's body and I want to. Yeah, that is must like you see it. I know, it's no, so I need seen, to. Man. No, it's I need so to. to her I need to save Jennifer's <laughs> body for my first sexual experience with a woman. But Wait, you want to you want to be hooking up with a woman and then have Jennifer's body? Oh, so do I. No, because listen, because just masturbate to Jennifer's body. Listen, no, because what's going to happen is that okay, you know how I know what you talk about. You know how like you know how like when you text a guy like W Y D R N like what are you doing right now like like you know that it's on <laughs> I had to like spell that out in my head and be like you know that it's that hot Wait, you that like you like you know oh. that it's on oh you, okay, like, you know that it's on and yeah, yeah like oh, like yeah. he's yeah. like oh like she's trying to fuck I feel like if I were to take control of my bi curiosity yeah. and text another woman do you want to like, watch Jennifer's, Jennifer's body, body right it now. would be the same thing she'd be like I oh, agree oh. with that. I think that's actually pretty accurate. This is a theory that I came up with earlier Who today. do you want to do that with? I'm not invite talking about that right now. <laughs> we could invite them on the pod yeah. to watch Nervous Body with you. For sure. You were live um, right now. Um. Yeah, I don't like... <laughs> so, uh, do you want to talk about this? I feel like you don't want to talk about that. What? Oh. Speaking of pleasure and purpose, which is a line that Helen Mirren says. <laughs> <laughs> she does say that. She sa- I wrote it down. I, she was like, I like doing... Insert whatever she's doing because it gives me pleasure Writing and purpose. Writing the typewriter with Daniel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that monologue. And yes. so I wrote that down that. and I said, that's what everyone should look for in a vocation. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> though. Know, pleasure and purpose. Really and like, isn't that, that why we Ooh. all moved to New York? And it is why to... we moved to New York and it's it's why we're here we're on the planet. We're all student debt but, having so much fun. Yeah, it, it's why we have so much student debt. But I think 
um, that just gave me like another idea that I think this movie is missing, which is where is Helen Mirren's darkness? In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's she no way Alma is just character. like... Because yes. it sucks that Alma she is has like to be basically a saint. Yeah. You like, know Alma's a little fucked up and we should have seen it. Like yeah. Alfred Hitchcock is out here like spying on women, yeah. terrorizing them, being horrible to them. And Helen Mirren can't even have an affair. Like just let her have a fucking they affair. They almost got me with... I thought they were going to go that direction because they had like a back and forth montage for a while of like mm-hmm. he was being fucked up. And yes. she was meeting this guy and I was and then like, she oh, was I love and then they were Oh, she was buying a swimsuit. Yeah, and they were both suspicious. Oh. And she each almost other. didn't buy the swimsuit. Yeah. Oh, and he like collects the sand that she left in the bathroom Creepy and was she like, was you were at the beach. And he they wasted her all those right. pills just to get that bottle. You know like, what? It, it could have it could have been enough if it was just like, okay, Alma puts up with his shit just so she can like pseudo direct or pseudo write, which she sort yeah. of got. But I think if we were if it was really gonna be that angle, then we should have gotten more Alma and Peggy shots. Because, like, Peggy yes. was a yeah. mini Alma, and she was, like, badass and was, like, basically oh. smoking a cigarette in every scene, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. Tony. Yeah. yeah. And, Tony. and what really struck me about the scenes with Alma directing is that she is, like, better at being Alfred Hitchcock than Alfred Hitchcock is at being Alfred Hitchcock. Because whenever Hitchcock oh, yeah. is on set... I mean, Vera is taking Scarlett Johansson aside to be like, he's always watching, he's always listening, and the censors are, like, having the worst time of their lives. But then whenever Alma arrives on set, everybody's getting along, and she's able to, like, charm the producer people in the way that Alfred Hitchcock can't because his own ego gets in the way of having any sort of diplomatic conversation. She's just better than him in every conceivable way Mm -hmm. at the end. Also, he keeps on calling her, like, spec script stillborn. Yeah. Yeah. That freaked me out. I didn't... Well, that was a Richard he, Niles he's moment. He's manipulative. Sure. Do you think they had a stillborn child? Well, he called Psycho mm-hmm. stillborn. Well, I mean, that he after did. he was like, it. my movie's the stillborn one. And then, you know what? That was, was kind of like, wow, up. the tables have turned. <laughs> that was kind of fucked up because then we were supposed to feel bad for him because he oh. insulted his wife's spec script and then he was like, oh, but maybe mine is too. Like, oh, a wife God. that I insulted, please make and me feel better. And then she gives it all up to fix his movie. He's, like, also, he's a definition codependent. But then also, yeah. as we're watching it, we're like, I don't know if this was just me. I was like, I know we're supposed to you know, weepy, weepy, sad, sorry that you don't feel good about your movie, Mr. Hitchcock, but, like, everyone watching this knows what Psycho turned out to be, so, like, mm. we know <laughs> that it's good. That's a good point. We know yeah, that it's, it's, like... Oh, that's funny, yeah. And no like, heard of I want to feel for you, but I also mm-hmm. know how successful this movie is going to be because I'm watching a movie about that movie, so... <laughs> right. You know, there was never any scene like that in The Disaster Artist when Tommy was so was like, maybe this isn't a good movie. <laughs> Disaster never... Artist was fantastic. And that, that was the better version of this movie. I, I still haven't seen so it. I read the bad oh, movie to make it. a good movie yeah. about a movie. Now we can't see it because James Franco is in it. So yeah. wait, let's all oh, pick a bad movie James right Franco? now to make a no, movie about James remember? Franco is my number one enemy. Yeah, that's oh. true. He, but he was your number one enemy before anyone else wow. knew about it. He went to every school. He was fucked up. Can you do go to James Franco? No, because like he he didn't get like Oscar nominated for that right after he won the Golden Globe because don't just like don't don't Aquafina don't didn't get him don't just like Academy be in Spider Man and then think that you could do anything else after yeah, that. Yeah, and then he's just fucked up and like he just flirts with underage girls all the time. Oh, we love that. Hitchcock probably did too. He's also just <laughs> so Hitchcock definitely annoying. did. That's what I'm saying. Like I. I 
I feel like somebody doing, and I'm not trying to like say someone was like an abuser without knowing it, but like it was also it was implied that he was flourished more. Yeah, it was it was a culture that everyone was participating in, but it was like implied that he was an abuser without actually like giving credence to the abuse, and then we saved him at the end. He went on a hero's journey. Yeah, like no more of these. It's so and it's so weird, especially because like it is very well documented that he was abusive towards actresses on set, like in real life. That was like his whole. Oh my god! Like Arrested Development. Oh, like uh, what's his name? Like how they all were so mean to Jessica. To the. I thought it was. She's uh, such a star. I I, I thought it was just Jeffrey Tambor. No, yeah, but and everybody else let it happen. When that came out, though, yeah, they all defended. They did that weird New York Times interview, and she was crying. She was crying, and and she was like, like, "Maybe I was wrong," and they were like, "Hey, you were wrong." And then no, Jason Jason Bateman was like, "You were wrong," and Aaliyah Shawkat is just like, "But listen," and Jason goes, "Listen, Aaliyah." And like, like, like she's his like daughter. they're all pretending that she wasn't the best part of the show. Like, fuck you all, fucking idiot. I couldn't get past Jason Bateman is so stupid. Okay, yeah. it is a great show. Yeah, it's very good. Um, after the first, annoyingly episode. quite okay. good. Like it, yeah. like it grows on you as you watch it. I gotta stop putting but now so much stock in pilot episodes. Never ever do that. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Even pilot. like I don't know how to watch season. television. Even Glee, like yeah, it's compelling, but I would not rewatch that for fun. The pilot. I, oh my god! Oh, I've seen the pilot so many times. I think the pilot much, is excellent. In fact, it is the Morrison. only thing of that, that show is, that I've watched. It is too much Matthew Morrison for sure. No, my the worst episode of Glee is Acafellas. Yes, which absolutely. is that? It's like the it's fourth the one episode. Where it, it's just the, the boys. It's, it's the one where Will and his like weird adult Anything friends Josh start Groban an acapella is group, is god-awful. and then Finn and Puck like weirdly join and, and they're both they're dead. singing like Poison. They're both dead now too. Oh and my god, how we do it. Wow. Did you see that picture that Maddie Morrison posted? <gasps> <laughs> um, yes. Of him standing in between Corey Monty oh and uh, Mark Salling. And the caption was like angel emoji, sad face emoji, angel emoji. So oh, but this was, has wasn't this before? Mm-hmm. He posted that before they both died, right? What? No, he posted it after. Oh, I thought that it was like a. No, like it was a, after. A, oh my a god, Olivia Michelle has been thing. through a lot. Yeah, true. Isn't it funny how she can't work now? <laughs> Why can't she work? Because literally no one will everyone... work with her besides Ryan Murphy. I think it's because she doesn't have bangs anymore. I think so, too. I think she's very talented. I do, too, but she Pressure. gives me that vibe of, like, impossible Vendla, to work Bergman. with. You know it's what I mean? It's kind of just not that the kind of it's weird that she hasn't been in any movie. My old voice I? teacher was in a Broadway show with her when she was 13, and she was apparently just a god-awful well, All 13-year-olds are awful. Yeah, you Next. can't. Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, that's right. Oh, I was terrible yeah. when I was a teenager. No, you weren't. No, I was so, like, condescending. It you know really what? Weird. Maybe I made that story up about her being awful in Broadway. But, you know what? Well, <laughs> come on. But also, let's Naya give teenagers Rivera, some slack. They're Naya Rivera was better than her, and she was the reason that, like, their feud was the oh, reason right. that Santana had to be in the show less. And I'm like, that's oh, Santana was very good in that show. Naya Rivera mm-hmm. has the prim- like best version of Don't Rain on My Parade. Ooh. It's, it's better than Barbara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Barbara Streisand also pisses me off. Oh, I've just been thinking she about this for a while. She cloned her dogs. She's so weird and like fucked up, I would I think. clone my dogs. Uh, I you know what's know. crazy. I know who's she more likes fucked Woody up Allen than her. Allen a lot now, too. Do we think Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock would I think so. clone I his think dogs? Right. Do, do I think he appearance? would? No, but I definitely think that there's some women at the bottom of that pool. Oh, for yes. sure. That's for sure, why for sure. he cleaned it so angrily. That oh, time. oh my God. When he's like hitting the water with, with the, the leaves yeah. in it. Yeah. Thing. I I truly like. If you're going to cathart, 
what a weird way to do it. It's sort of perfect though. It's it's totally perfect to angrily clean a pool. Yes, I think it's I think it's I like perfect. that as a scene. It was well, especially weird. playing off Alma having such a lovely time yes, at the beginning, right? right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I thought it was perfect in that way, and it's also their. It's well, I guess it's sort of it's a symbol for their like uh, financial instability that they can't clean yeah, the pool. And she loves the pool. It's like, <laughs> like her. She loves I the keep pool. moving up and down in my boots makeup part. She so had so Helen Mirren had the oh yeah Mallory's on the floor. I'm a dancer. Helen, yeah, Helen Mirren was so good in this. Helen Mirren she was my really commencement was. speech. She's, oh yeah, my God. I went to Tulane no, and I graduated didn't. in the Superdome <coughs> and Helen Mirren was my uh, graduation speaker as like all of my peers were being uh, processed out on ambulances. Helen Mirren is consistently <laughs> the best part of whatever she's in. Helen Mirren is always the best. Well, she's the, the best is, part of my That's what I thought part. about Anthony Hopkins too and then I saw this they movie. great chemistry like, though, too. They, 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 did. Do, they do. They do. I wrote in my notes I put OMG I stan Anthony plus Helen Mirren. You do stan it. Yeah. But their relation confuses me. Why did we break the third wall so much? Uh, I thought it was And we needed it though. the thing is if they were going to do that they didn't go back to it consistently enough to make it a like it wasn't enough Ed. of a thing. It was no, the beginning. Yeah. And this is how I feel about the Ed stuff too. I yeah, honestly think I feel we could like have done the whole picked movie. Ed or the third one. Yeah, we like, are not dumb. We see wall. the parallels. What number Which wall? Wall? the fourth. fourth. The yeah. fifth dimension. I think it's the sixth. But like we could have understood this metaphor without a well, no, a man at the popping end, up in the bathroom. He was like, I soon I don't know what my next movie is to the camera. And then a crow crow lands on his shoulder, which means he directed Moira Rose. (laughs) Oh my God. That's what his next movie was. The Crow's... The Crow's premiere. The Crow's have eyes three. The Crow's have eyes. Unrelated, (laughs) the Northern California town where the birds takes place is really lovely. Sounds nice. Where is it? It's nice. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a 45-minute drive outside of Petaluma. Didn't you audition for a college in California? Yeah, I auditioned for the school that I went to here in California because it was cheaper. NYU, California? No, NYU had auditions in... Oh, my God. You also went to NYU colon Well, you know the joke that it's a real estate company that gives classes? New York City? No, NYU. I love NYU. I Just owe kidding, them. I don't. No, you don't. I don't either. I didn't go there. Though. I owe them I too don't, much money. Um... <laughs> you know who didn't go to Hitchcock? NYU? Helen Mirren. And she that's go? why she's you so know. good at acting. You know what she is? She she does that acting masterclass online. Let's. Oh. You know who didn't go to NYU is um Ryan Schmaltz. What's his name? Ryan Maltz. Ryan Maltz. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> How do you know he didn't go there? And so, you know more about our high school than we do. And so why is he acting like he's so much fucking better than everybody Whoa. if he didn't even go to NYU? NYU, can you be cheaper? <laughs> Yo, no, they can't. No, they don't mm. give oh, you any shit. money unless you're, um, well, actually, they don't give you any money. They don't, nope. Mm-mm. I love loans. They're mm-hmm. so fun. I love that I have uh, two million less dollars than Tony Collette. Oh my! Oh, that's oh, yeah. a callback to something that happened outside of the Before episode. You fucking nerds who aren't here. I looked up Tony's net worth, and it's it was two million. Eight, it's eight oh million. yeah, so um, rich. I was gonna be like, Before we started recording, I asked you if you had any like opinions on Tony Collette's other movies, and yeah. you said that you wanted to save it for the air. Oh, oh yeah, sure. We're on the air. Um, I have some opinions about Tony Collette's <laughs> other movies. Which ones? In that I haven't seen any of the other ones. <laughs> Besides Knives Out, which let me tell you, reader, I loved. Mm. Reader, I loved Knives Out. 
I love Tony Knives Out because of Tony Collette's character Solo. Oh, because she was, so good. she was such a fun, like dumb rich lady. Yes. And that really and then I watched this movie and I was like, I think I thought that she would be like a bigger I think she would play bigger. Yeah. And I loved how yeah. Tony Collette played Peggy because I felt she totally absorbed herself into Peggy's character of just being like a stone cold like assistant who like yeah. would like throw a body in a river for him. She was also so you like know? she does that too. She's like you know how like when a mate like a, a A-list or B-list or whatever actor uh-huh. is like in a smaller role but they take up that role with like I'm the lead for this scene. Like uh-huh. Meryl yeah. Streep all the time. And, oh, and anything that's yeah. like less than the lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um like Tony doesn't do that. She literally yeah. does as much as she needs to mm-hmm. to get the yeah. role to be important for what it's worth. What it's perfect. Isn't she also this? I hmm? think that she's the person What do we think drew her to this project? Because it's a good question. Um, but what drew t- everyone to this project? No. Yeah. Everyone's in it. The reason well for she's one, Anthony Hopkins this... is probably like, fuck yeah, I wanna play Alfred Hitchcock. He probably he's yeah. the only one who and, can. Yeah. 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 And I, Helen Mirren was like Helen I'm Mirren. the only person who can handle the rest of this movie, so you're welcome. Helen Mirren be, was like, yeah. There's only so many movies left for my age bracket and at least that this person gets said. to have like a monologue. Um, I have a reason why she did the film. Hmm. So she did United States of Terra. Um, which is about a character with mental illness. Then, right after that, she did the movie we covered last week, which was... Mental. Mental, which is about about mental mental illness. illness. And then this movie is a a movie based on the movie Psycho, which is a word for mental. This is the... This is... We are now, like, three for three in a pattern of Tony being in movies that handled mental illness Mm -hmm. a little bit irresponsibly. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I I do think mental illness was handled irresponsibly in this movie. Yeah. We, we were, like, it was implied to us that he, like, might be, like, bipolar, and he, th- that was never, ex- like, explained, yeah. and also, I don't think I also is. love how much Tony, like you said before, has, like, such strong accessory to murder energy. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's so really? dope. It's so perfect. What is that moment the minions? she has at the end? Was it the minions? Oh, no. When the she, minions. like, he, like, kisses her cheek, and then she looks, like, Oh, she looks so dramatic. She just goes... And she's not, like, the focus of the frame at all. She's, like, for this take, she's I'm in, like, the realizing left. that I'm in love with him. And that's all Ooh, I'm playing right now. Wait, that's good, because I think I watch Alma movie. doesn't have accessory to murder energy, which is something we pointed out as kind of, like, a, a flaw. But Peggy Even though she does. has played Lady Macbeth before. Right. And you and I, Tony? No, Helen Mirren. Oh. You and I used to watch that clip. That's Judy What? When? Oh, Judy never mind. <coughs> no, the Judy Dench clip. When she Fun screams. ones to confuse. We should really Wait, is that. now a good time to share my favorite moment? Oh, yeah. I love Don't worry, Macbeth. we'll get to it. Oh, okay. oh wait, before we go on, I want to get to uh, one of our favorite segments uh, called <laughs> Is It Better Than Blue Burger? Mm-hmm. Jake, your favorite movie that we've watched thus far for the podcast has been Hey, Hey, It's Esther Blue Burger. How does this measure up? I actually really, really, really... Um, um, I'm actually really... Um, really, actually, I think I liked it more. Oh my god. You think you liked Hitchcock more? Here's the problem. We started this segment with a movie called Clock Watchers, which I thought was better than a lot of her early work. Do I think this movie is better than Clock Watchers? No. (laughs) But the topic has now moved, shifted to, hey, hey, it's Esther Blueberger. Yeah. So I'm going to have to have a ranking soon. Wow. But yeah. As of this moment... This delicious piece of Hollywood really quite score young. and mm. weird messaging is now my current favorite movie on the podcast. 
Take that, Amy Klobuchar. Take that, Amy. (laughs) If this is this your this isn't your favorite, but is it the tastiest of hers? And who is your current favorite Democratic presidential candidate? Just kidding. I'm endorsing Elizabeth Warren right now. (laughs) Get back to me in the New York primaries. We don't have to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Um, It's too stressful, right? We're all okay. Sorry. I think Tulsi's gonna get it. I. You cannot. She is de facto top five now. I think that the coronavirus is going to prevent us from going to the polls. Mm, Mm, Hopefully, take that. You know the coronavirus. No, not hopefully. You know Uh who also had a sickness prevent him from going to where he needed to go. Alfred Alfred Hitchcock. Before we move on to awards, it's like a pattern game. I really quick (laughs) do want to talk about that scene where he, um, they filmed the shower scene. Yeah. Because I really did like that as far as the canon of like behind-the-scenes movie-making yeah. movies, yeah. though, because it was so... I don't even know if that's true or not, but he, like, steps in because it's, like, the shot's not right, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like the double doing it, and he, like, does it himself, and, like, ScarJo's, like, freaking out, and he's, like, imagining all the people in the movie he doesn't like, like stabbing them in the shower, including mm-hmm. his wife, and... Right. And, and then his face is so scary, and I literally went, ah! And Brandon was like, what's going on? I'm like, he's... Trying to stab Scarjo in the shower. <laughs> it's it, it's very similar to when he like maims those security guards in Silence of the Lambs. You know, oh. I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. Oh my god, you simply I haven't you? seen it either. It's like Silence of the Lambs, even though you don't like horror, is like a good horror. Well, I don't I mean, like yeah. it. So in the sense, like, Silence of the Lambs is more of a thriller. It's more I of like a coming of age movie. Psychological to me. It's. I get for Jodie Foster. Yeah, no, I just watch that movie and I'm just and I'm just like Jodie Foster, go 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 go. Like it's not even yeah. about Hannibal Lecter to me. At all. I I love when he does. Well, it is one of the few like <laughs> horror adjacent movies that's ever been like honored by the Oscars. So yeah. Um, I do want to watch. Did you see the Two Popes? No. Yes, it's, it's excellent. Really good. He's great in it. Wait, two popes um, about Pope yes, Francis and Pope I Benedict. Yes, I love two popes. So the, good. The pope. That was the also pope, another. Uh, I'm gonna call him yummy. It was a yummy, yummy movie. What? Yeah. Anthony Hopkins movies are really. Anthony tasty. Hopkins, who played Alfred Hitchcock in this movie we just watched, yeah. is in the movie Two Popes yes. that I saw only three weeks ago. He's the pope. That's not the current pope. He is movie. not. He's the pope who's like, you Holy have new shit. ideas. I don't know how to how, deal with this. How has he aged this much? In in like five years, he looks completely different. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade. He looks no, I like different. I can't Eight believe years. it. I think it was a lot of makeup for this role, though, because he does not look like. He yeah. Wow. Also, it's 2020. 2012 was what eight years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. yeah. Call it out. Um, no, We're all old. He's also want, my favorite Anthony yeah. Hopkins role is. We're just um, like old as just like Alfred Hitchcock died. Yeah. My favorite so Anthony Hopkins role is the narrator in the Ron Howard Grinch movie. Oh. He opens the film by talking about who Okay, I read this Vulture article recently that was a ranking of all the Jim Carrey movies. Oh, I saw that. And it said that The Grinch was bad. Oh um, my god, that's like the most famous wrong bad. opinion ever. That, I agreed with many other parts of that review, but what I thought that Where did it rank The Grinch? Grinch. Was. It was like in the lower half. Where was the Series of Unfortunate Events? Was it was Truman higher Show than number the one. That's a that is either a crime. Truman Show or a Eternal Sunshine. Okay, that makes sense. I've never seen. But that also movie. basic, a basic take. I love yeah, Truman. I, yeah. I love Truman Show. Truman Show. Truman Show is really will make yeah. me cry. Was the mask so like number all day three? Long. I don't oh, know. The mask. I loved right. the mask when I was a kid. 
Um, and apparently Ace Ventura is like a bad movie, but I think no. Grinch is the shit. best Ace movie Ventura ever. Rules. I watched The Grinch every year. I can't say that about any of those other movies, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we move on to awards? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to each thing that we watch. First of which is best prop. So does anybody want to share their best prop? The I shovel will... at the beginning. Oh. Mm-hmm. The shovel that Ed Gein uses to kill his brother. Why is that your best prop? Because I like... <laughs> Cause because I she like loves it. violence. Because you bought it on eBay. <laughs> I would. No, because it was the first one I wrote down. (laughs) Runner up the picnic lunch basket that makes like a half second appearance. But the shovel is my... I love that choice. The picnic basket was so interesting. It just looked like like a a humanizing basket. What picnic basket? That he he has his lunch in. Yeah, she, Alma drives him to work, drops him off, and he gets out of the car and he's got a little picnic basket. It's a really small moment, but... Okay, well, I had one. We've already discussed it. Fuck, I already brought up all my stuff. I hate my past self. Um, all right, my former past prop, best prop, uh, was the pool skimmer. But now I'm gonna, Ooh. I'm gonna cut that out because we've already talked about no, it. No, but I like that. I know I liked it too. But we've already discussed it, and I'm gonna pick a new one, and it's gonna be the celery that he uses <gasps> that to isn't accuse cleaned. Alma. That and was it's not mine. Cleaned. Fuck. The yeah. celery? He, like, angrily is eating celery while uh, talking about how much he hates the sex scene in Psycho. Yeah. He's going, like, mm. chomp. The guy looks like he's never fucked before in his life. Chomp. chomp. And then he's like, chomp, you're having an affair. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, also, like, also, and we, get, we zero in on Alma's neck in a weird ass way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, yeah. also yeah, Anthony remember. Perkins in this movie was sexy. Jake, what mm. was your best prop? Um, I'm going to go with the name drop. Uh, this is a prop, the name drop that Tony uses early on in her first scene when she goes, um, she's like, this so-and-so studio wants you to do Anne Frank. And yeah. then this one wants you to do the Ian Fleming book, which is a James Bond, which clearly hadn't been made yet. So Whoa. That's that is it. pretty fun. And then I, after she said that, I was like, that's Tony. I was watching like YouTube, <laughs> so it was pixelated. Is there an Anne Frank movie? Yeah. Sam was in it. So. Oh, Sam. Congratulations. <laughs> Were, were you lead or her sister? Um, lead, obviously. She was oh, Annie Sullivan. <laughs> were you really? I was Annie Sullivan in the Diary of Anne Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you know that? Playing oh, the so woman, playing the woman who taught Helen Keller to read. <laughs> didn't you know that she was in that? Movie? What kind of research did you have to do for that role? Um, a lot. I had to write journals. That's so lit. God, one like time, I feel like I've brought this up on the podcast before, but at acting school, we had a movement teacher who told me that I could not do a scene from the movie Gaslight playing the woman who was being gaslit because it was too close to my own persona. Because God forbid we play something we already are good at. She was like, you get cast for she was like, you look like somebody who gets abused a ton and I don't want you to do that in this class. Holy shit. We love her. Behind the scenes uh, of BFA program. Queen of queen, making people feel bad about themselves. Queen from both. Queen. I love to hear prop? about what it's like. Oh, my best prop was the celery. Oh, well. right, right, right. So right. sorry. We have a tie for celery. It's fine. Yeah. And we also both thought a dead mom was Bill Hader. Whoa. That's your best prop, actually. Is Bill Hader? <laughs> Bill, Bill Hader mom, dead mom? Bill Hader. Oh, I had a question. Bill so. Hader as a figment of I, my imagination. I didn't know that. 
Psycho is based on Ed Gein. Neither did okay, I. Okay, that's also I. Based oh. on the first thing I googled, is that it might yeah. not be totally. It's oh. like the guy who wrote the book Psycho started writing it before Ed Gein was like discovered. Oh. Yeah, but then afterwards he it was, was like, like he he was like that's actually better ideas than I had for my book, so he oh. kind of changed it. Up. Right. That's interesting. My so like, um, childhood cat was from a family of serial killer, of a serial killer. What? Moses. How do you know that? So, I lived on the plains oh of Colorado. You guys are both touching me. You need it. I'm not touching you. Let you me be Have you emailed my favorite murderer yet? not touching this man. No. I don't know if they tape. Oh. Everyone touch Jake. <laughs> no, you're, you're blessed. No, this information Okay, literally serial killers who are listening, I'm not touching this man. I, I love. Serial killers that are listening, I'm touching you and I'm telling you to stop when, killing. Okay, so do you want the story? Yes! So I lived in the plains of Colorado and my family Since wanted. Since when? When I was six. No, I know. My family wanted a cat. Um, our first and only cat we had uh, as a Mosey. family growing up. Now they have two other ones, and I also do too. But we love Moses. He was my oh. brother. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was an ad in the paper for cats, like kittens, you know, at a farm. It was like rural, so we picked it up. And apparently this family, um, it was like a cousin, but her, her like cousin-in-law or something had, in like the 80s, used to hire like homeless farmhands to come to his farm and like make them do all this work and oh, then instead of paying no. them you he would need murder to them and bury them my in, the, in the ground. Oh. And so my cat was from this family. Oh no. <laughs> but he never killed anyone, my cat. Except for like he <laughs> hit some, he some ate half squirrels? a frog once. Oh my god. Frogs are people and too. foamed at the mouth. <clears throat> wow. Wow. My childhood could my childhood cat his name was Quirky because he had a crooked tail. Um, and um, he used to sleep with me until I was six. And then we found out that I was allergic, which was why I was sick all the time. Mm. And then my brother said I was lying. Oh, you were gaslit. My I dad gaslit. thinks wow. that I'm lying about not having a sense of smell. Oh, that's so Your annoying. Dad that's that's so, so annoying. To, yeah, he, for a while he would Ooh. be like, You're, you can smell this, He'd right? He'd like fart in your face. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, that would be fuck like, me up. Or he'd like we'd literally it would just be him and me walking our dogs and he'd be like, Wow, doesn't doesn't the air smell so good at night? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Oh, that's weird. I always ask you if things smell though. I'm like, no, you know what? You are gonna live in New York longer than anybody else because that's true. Yeah, you are. Like, you you are. can't smell the street. You're immune to like the worst threat that New York City has to offer. Remember when freshman <laughs> our freshman threat. year when you and all of your friends had to cover your mouths when you were walking to your dorm because yep. you had to walk I was gonna say you could walk past PJ Clark's. That's the thing no I did. Oh, yeah. Who were we what with when PJ I did Clark's? that? It's this um know. restaurant that was down it's the street from our freshman dorm <clears throat> where in order to like get to school, we would have to walk under this big, like, fan that Ew. was blowing in from, like, the garbage room, I guess. No, it was oh the kitchen, God. but that's a very distinct, oh. like, cheeseburger manufacturer like, smell. It smells, like, really, really bad. There was this but person now, who lived in our building who was hungover walking past it and vomiting. Threw up. But now that smell is so comforting to Nostalgic, me. And yeah. Nostalgic. Like, I walk by there. Now, if I'm ever in the area, I walk by and I just stop and I go... I wish That's I nice. could get smell nostalgic. <laughs> Vomit makes me nostalgic. We're talking about lame. smell too long for her. Okay, Tony. Yeah, Mom. I feel oh, that. Oh, Tony Mom. Oh, okay. You know who also I can has read a sense of smell? Tony Collette, probably. She probably Ooh. can smell. All right. You know who doesn't? Salty. Salty. What was All your right. best Tony moment? All right. Well, I have... T- I'm, it's hard I to have choose. Ten. All right. It's hard to choose for me. 
One is more abstract. One, I'll tell the very succinct one first. Okay, so they're in the film cutting room, and a character, and they're watching the scene in the shower, and a character says to them, like, oh, what do you guys think? And then Tony's character just says, I think I'll never have a shower again. And then gives this, like, weird-ass <laughs> sly smile. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, I have two more I think it's the most this. iconic line. I think it, I It's also, like, the most... It. The line that she had the most to do with, you know? Yeah. That's true. So that's mine. And then the other one, well, okay, I'll just say the other one, because it was when she was standing outside the the door of the, of the cutting room where they were editing, and she was, like, blocking She the, has that weird guy. flirtatious exchange with yeah. the producer or yeah. whatever. Right? And he keeps on, mm-hmm. like, going close to her. I was like, mm. It felt badass to me, so I liked that. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was, um... So that's mine. Yeah. Uh, my best sound? my best Tony moment was at the beginning uh, when she comes into his office while he's getting shaved and he's like, Fox is offering you the diary of Anne Frank for the third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could we ever imagine that movie being directed by Hitchcock? Hitchcock? Oh my God. Um, and he goes, no, Orson Welles should have directed The it. audience would spend the entire picture waiting for Ms. Frank to discover the corpse I've hidden in the attic, <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> ho, 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 Which is like, ha, ha, ha. What was yours, Mallory? Um, so, wh- I also wrote down the shower one, but I think the way that she says minions, when he's like, Peggy, I need you to get your minions to mm. get rid of all the copies of Psycho, and she's just like, very, she's like, minions. <laughs> yeah, I that was really yeah. love that one. She didn't know who the minions were, but she was like still in on the joke. She, she was, was like, like but I don't think I love them. Yeah. Legitimately, she like, was in on it. Cut to her accompanied by 12 women who look exactly like her. No, cut yeah. to her accompanied by minions from the Spickle. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Peggy's apartment in this movie. Yeah. Oh. What's Peggy the, doing? We Peggy's having weird sex. I imagine it looks like the apartment from American Psycho. Mm. I'm sure that she has like a like a clothesline hanging out from her, her apartment connected oh to the apartment yes. across the way. Yes. With I bet she has a it. sphinx cat. Oh, she oh, has a weird yeah. cat for sure. Yeah. What was your best Tony moment, Jake? Um, I really liked when Helen Mirren came to the set and she like took a char- mm. took charge and Tony just mouths like thank you to her because they're like we're women they're in the team. industry yeah. and we're we're got this movie on lock. I, I loved yeah, yeah, I did love the team like nature of Alma and Peggy. That and her weird. They would have been a way better couple. Oh, yeah. Her weird little inner life moment at the end that I already mentioned where she's just like, <laughs> I think I'm in love with her. And then just, like, fades out. Yeah. The, one of the creepier moments of the movie is when the audience is watching the shower scene and Alfred Hitchcock is, like, outside of the movie theater, he's, like, like stabbing the air. Compo- yeah. He's, like, doing a full he's, like, dance. He, yeah. he knows, like, the choreography of that scene. Yeah. I loved that part. It was cool. It was a, it was a great way to end the movie. Because when you it know you've... Yeah. I mean, I've never made anything beyond to like passable art uh-huh. but like i can only imagine like if you know you've made something really good and you're yeah. excited to see people um, react to it for the first time and just being like whoa stabby stabby don't sell yeah. yourself short a passable art yet yeah nobody talked about was pretty themselves good. On um this, this episode of the podcast is more than passable true it's that's true and stunning. i'm helping me now let's move and on to custom awards <laughs> Okay. Tony Collette, can you sponsor Oh, I can us? go first if you guys don't mind. Yes. My custom award is the second corniest ending of all time award. Ooh. Goes to this movie for that 
really terrible scene where he's like, you're my perfect Hitchcock blonde. And she's like, I thank you. I've been waiting for you to hear that for 30 years. <laughs> and also I'm kind yeah. of a redhead. And then they like twirl. And the, but, but the first corniest movie ending of all time is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets when they all clap for Hagrid. And it's oh. so stupid. <laughs> I Chamber love it when they clap for Hagrid. What? I love it when they clap for Hagrid. Oh, that's the worst scene of it. Wait, what? I love Hagrid. You don't think it's more corny than the end of an what's entire the third school one clapping for Hagrid? I love Hagrid. I love At least Nancy that last Pop. two seconds. Freeze frame five is so good. But also the last ever Harry Potter where they end no it. No spoilers. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, know. I know. I'm sorry. That's not I a thing know. anymore. That's not. <laughs> don't say the very end of it, though. Oh my God, nobody spoils Psycho. No, I told you I'm reading them. You've been reading them for two years. I know. I'm sorry. All right, I'm well, reading Stephen King. Okay, which I'll one? refrain you mean from my incredible bit. It honestly doesn't the, matter because I'm rich. You talking about the <laughs> No. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna the spoil wand? it for her. No. That's very sweet of you. I'm not gonna say literally anything. Mallory. It's at the end when we find out that Harry's parents were never actually dead. Oh, when Harry's and they come are... back to see him, and they're like, oh, "What's <laughs> up?" When Harry finds out that, that is what is his I'm mom. gonna throw yeah. up. None of this is true. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> I will. Custom award. When Ron <laughs> shoots Neville with a gun, flamethrower. <laughs> okay, that was good. Custom award. Um. Okay, yeah. Corniest ending. Uh, Mallory, what was your custom <laughs> so, award? So, my custom award is the least scary movie to prominently feature Ed Gein. Wow. Probably true. That's the end. Cool. Sam. Um, mine was best display of actors being dumbasses. Uh, oh. When Scarlett Johansson goes out to eat with Alfred Hitchcock and his wife, and somebody makes a joke, and she's like, ha ha ha. I've been so immersed in preparing to play Marion, I'm almost forgotten how to laugh. I was like, shut the fuck shut up, the fuck bitch. Up. I think Schedule. the best display of actors being dumbasses is our college experience. Yeah. There were so many Marymount moments. Like, when all the actors being like, what's my motivation? I was like, oh my And Tony God. being like, is he, you know. Yeah. Pinky up. Gay by me. Mm-hmm. What was your... Um... I have, okay, well, I've already alluded to this a couple times, like, all of my choices. Um, my original award was um, Best Movie About a Man Who We All Know Killed a Woman But Don't Have Any Evidence Of. <laughs> um, but I think now I'm going to go with, and this is sort of complicated, but, like, best example of a movie Scarlett Johansson was in pre-Me Too where she vaguely references being objectified but doesn't give us a clear director or title of the movie. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Thank you. Yes. You summed it up. Okay. Uh, now we can move on to plugs. Does anybody have anything to plug? Um, anything that they're currently involved in that they want to promote? Promote? Promote. Do you, Mallory? I mean, I... W- not... Do you have anything to plug? No, I wish. My Instagram? <laughs> we'll, we'll put that there. Yeah. That's not a thing. I mean, I wish. Hopefully soon. Do you have anything to plug? Sure. Um, well, my team, Uncle Mare, is starting a new show soon. I just retired my monthly show, Punish the Baby, Rip. Um, that was the fun. <laughs> that was the show that you, you were can't be bothered with. to make it out to. Yeah, you did what two you prov. Mean? It was excellent. Me and Andy did two oh, prov on oh, when I was Margaret's at work. show. It was really fun. Probably while you were at work, yeah. Yeah, I only have one free night a week. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. It's great that. to be on a team. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, capitalism is ruining us, but, um, 
Yeah, so Uncle Mayor has a new show. You can find us on Instagram, Uncle Mayor. I have a new web series coming out relatively soon. It's called Morning Announcements, about high schoolers giving morning announcements. Um, and also, I sell art at this bitch for president. Nice. Let me quit nice. my day job, please. Hell Love yeah. That. That's all for our day, day jobs. jobs. That is the um, end of jobs. our podcast. Yeah. Although I don't need one because I'm rich. Yeah, you're worth $16 I can't million. believe... I can't believe it. You keep forgetting that you're rich and talking about capitalism as if it hasn't done anything to help you. I'll never get coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, rich yeah. people don't get sick. I can no. pay all the money required for this. I can buy all the coronavirus that I need. Yeah. I can um, buy the coronavirus and aim it at people I don't like. I'm not even insured. <laughs> <laughs> That's our pod. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, don't get stabbed in the shower. <laughs>